You are now locked into the Preacher Says Podcast. We're here to free the real of the transitional struggles Christian women face. We will be better and do better. Okay. Hello, 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 hello. Hello. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Preacher Says. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. I don't tongue, know what this little Josephine is doing, but it's guys, it's really weird. Like I don't know what she's doing, <laughs> but it's really weird. You may yeah. even be happy that you cannot see. I promise you that. I am. Oh gosh. <laughs> she's going off on one. <laughs> so you know she's around today. We know she's around today. Yeah. Uh let's introduce ourselves. So you were joined by myself, Kenya. Josephine. <laughs> <laughs> Rosalind. And Abby Soyay. How All these everyone? years we haven't got mm-hmm. that sound. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's on purpose mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. I can't even. No, you have to. You have to claim your song. When the runaway is there doing beep pom pom beep beep pom pom beep pom What? What? There's a someone on Boy's track. There's a there's a song and at the end it says ping pong ping pong ping pong ping pong. What's going? On? Let me find the song. Let me find the song. My point today because let me find the song because I like the song. Flicking her finger on the phone because because I like the song. People, people, people. But we would never be able to do Pinini Nino and claim it as our own because it's been. It's, it's not, yeah. It's not, <laughs> the um, sound has been around for. It's a DJ sound, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. The reload. Um, mm. Yes. I found it. I found it, but now I'm even seeing the lyrics. It says, We want. <laughs> play it. Let me play it for you. It's the ambulance, sir. <laughs> What's going on? Is the ambulance a we war? We war? We war? What is going on, Burner Boy? What is going on? I'm saying everybody can make sound with their lips, okay? No, no, that's that one was very bad. Oh my gosh! The fact that I had to do the research to find that one. Literally, it is well. What are we discussing today, ladies? Oh, so we're going to continue our how-to series. Yay! And we are going to be looking at how to manage our emotions. Mm -hmm. And the answer to that is, thank you for listening to Preachers. (laughs) 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 It's a a serious... We're all entering the therapy session today. Yeah. Yeah. Is everyone taking a seat? Yeah. Taking our seats. Taking our seats. Mm -hmm. Got the tissue? No tissue? I've got tissue. I've got a pack of tissue in my... We're a therapy session. Oh, okay. (laughs) Emotions. It's true. It's just emotions. Okay, we won't do that. But yeah, um, (laughs) how to control your emotions. Let's get. Let's do a bit of a survey first and foremost. It's been a minute since we've done a bit of a survey. Um, On a scale of one to five, how good are you at controlling your emotions? One being poor or not very good five being i got i've got this i'm very good Gen- generally so don't just focus on like like one time just overall a scale of one to five 
how good are you at controlling your emotions overall can you say from zero to five just so okay, that when i say two <laughs> it, will, it will sound it will sound a bit better okay yeah? then that's fine <laughs> okay so i'll do that again so let's do a quick survey it's been a minute since we've done a survey on a scale of zero to five how good are you at controlling your emotions zero being very very bad five being extremely good or very very good I just think generally he wants to go first yeah i've said two Two. I think, think two, yeah. I'll say three. I'm going to do a cute three as well. I'll do a three as well. Really? Mm. Wow. Yeah, I'll give you like a four, you know. Mm. I would give you higher. I would give you yeah, a four. Yeah, I would give you a four. Mm. I'd give you a four. Maybe she bottles a lot up though. <laughs> but that is that is a form of, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't know, she could be going Hulk behind closed doors. Uh, I, I don't know. Actually <laughs> don't know. Um... I'd say a four. I'm giving myself a three. I'm going to stay with three. Okay. And I'll explain okay. later why. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I, I said three. Maybe I might hit two, though. But yeah. No, three. you're not. You're not in my realms. <laughs> <laughs> not in my realms. No, I and you also left my realms. You used to be on my realm. Yeah, yeah, I used to confidently left. sit in zero. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> <laughs> God has saved me, please. He's convicted me. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> saying, Come to me in zero. Oh brother. Wait, you know it's wait. so funny. She said that. Come in situations, texting her nail tech. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Free. <laughs> I said free. I, I have outbursts. Yeah. So I've, I think I've I I gave myself three because I think I've significantly improved. Yeah. But sometimes when I get outbursts, that's like yeah that's, like yeah yeah when well, someone is really it's like you're really coming for me and i know that the old me would have really deal with you so <laughs> i would deal when with i you. deal with <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. um yeah yeah but that's exactly why i would yeah. say i'm a three it's because like sometimes i'm still originally i'm a bit of a hothead yeah so like I would give I give myself three for the grace because you see that four or five that's where the hothead lies. <laughs> oh no, is it zero zero one zero one two two? That's where the hothead lies. That's yeah. what's pushed my score down. Screaming. Is because sometimes I'm just like I can be quite reactive. Mm. Yeah, in dealing with certain things, I've given myself a two because I think pride before would have definitely said i was a four or five four a four i would have given myself a four before but i was hiding holding too much in and not seeing how much emotions i was showing and i think after so much self-reflection i'm a two and aware with with a lot of self-awareness mm. <laughs> so yeah um uh yeah am i three three and a half let me go 3.5 let me do in between yeah. i think <clears throat> i think generally i'm actually really good at controlling my emotions um whether they're good or bad um quite good at managing them but i feel as though i would say in particular this year i've had many moments where i've had like these like these outbursts as well but i've only really seen it this year but i think it's because i'm feeling very i was probably feeling very frustrated and i think that's one of my emotions that i'm struggling to control and harness mm. frustration Mm. that that's the one that i'm like it gets me every time um with the others like anger and stuff like i i don't really get angry so 
Yeah, but it's that it's that it's that frustration. That one really catches me and it really harnesses me. And so I, I think I've experienced that a lot more like this, like this year. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I put myself as a bit lower, three point five, because I don't really know how, how to manage that that feeling. Mm. It's a lot. Well, it's a lot to 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 be managing your emotions because, like I said, like I naturally am a was a bit of a hothead so i was very i don't know if it's like the environment that i grew up in my mom is very much a hothead mm. so and because i was predominantly raised by her i think that just like naturally triggered like fell yeah. onto me mm. but it's just like in situations where i don't even know if i get frustrated i, I didn't even give myself time mm. it, i would go from zero to 100 real quick mm. and it was like upon reflection like i was even thinking about it today i was like there were so many situations where i could have dealt with it a lot better do you know who i was actually thinking of when i was thinking about controlling it? Gemma from love island oh yeah the way she that is, this that girl is great yeah. the way great that this girl is that. able to just be angry and still just sit there yeah, and be like yeah. let me process it let me mm. think about it before i actually say it is like that that's well. very mature she's very from, from 19 i was like 19, 19 yeah. it was yeah, arms yeah, house like i'm very ready to fight you yeah um so it was very much a journey for me to to get to where i am and just know that first step is not always violence isn't it (laughs) not even like physical violence but just like verbal Verbal. violence as well that was always my go-to if i wanted to um express myself even Mm. if i was sad if i was like frustrated sad whatever negative emotion it just all came out i'm gonna shout about it Mm. i'm gonna throw this i'm gonna do x y and z and then um yeah so it was a lot of unlearning to just try and hear other people's point Mm. of view because when you do that as well you genuinely do not hear what the other person is saying so i wasn't even allowing myself to grow because i would say what i need to say and you know i'm a woman as well so me i'll do long paragraph and block you (laughs) (laughs) that was just like that was just my way of dealing with it it's just Mm. to ultimately be rah 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 Mm. oh yeah yeah try and show so what would you guys say that the emotion is uh, kenya said frustration like the, the like the key one that you find hard to manage or tame or what's the hardest emotion the hardest emotion that you find yeah the one that you find the hardest to like keep under the mm. manage Perhaps. basically mine is anger and vulnerability mm. can they not? as well um, um i feel like the emotion that I find the hardest is feel uh, to like keep under wraps is uh, like how I react to feeling misunderstood. Mm. Like I just, yeah, like it comes into, I think um, feeling rejected comes into it. Like the emotion, that feeling is like instantly there. Also, I'm so used to just moving and doing things by myself. So it's just like, you know, somebody's, you know, coming in to like, like, basically having a, a opinion on the way that I've governed my life. And like, there's just, so I, you know, I don't even know how to articulate the emotion, but it's very much like, I, I feel like I have to protect myself. Mm. And it's similar to what Joe was saying. There's no reason in that. You're literally just like, no, this is my safe space. And you're trying to come into it or you're trying to not 
protect me or like inc- I don't know it's just a, it's a weird feeling but mm. it's one that I'm trying to work through and it's like yeah I can feel it when it happens it's just like a protective bubble just comes mm. and I'm sure even with on the podcast like we I was saying to I was talking to some of my friends over the weekend um who really love preachers and they were like um like how do you manage it and how do you do it and I was just like in this process I've literally gained sisters and they've showed me how to like how sisters work and how you can give feedback and it's not because you hate the person <laughs> or you think their whole life is just a mess it's because you have another way of thinking about things we're all individual people and we're thinking about things and i think preach this has been definitely like a grow a place for me to really grow and to like accept feedback and you know and still there's maybe times like i think the other day i was like i was we were talking in the group chat and i was like i'm feeling i'm taking this in the way that i know i shouldn't but this is how i'm feeling and like i had to express it because it was just like i know it's not that but this is i'm like i feel like i'm (laughs) trying to protect myself Mm. help me not do that um so yeah my explanation helped yeah your explanation helped yeah thank you (laughs) and the covering of the sisterhood helped you know uh, help me understand as well um but yeah so that's the one that Mm. i'm working through I think mine is hard to say. I don't know how to kind of describe it, but I think it's rooted from pride. That's probably mm. the only way that I can kind of put it. I think just naturally, I'm not a person that likes to carry loss, like in any shape or form, be it in my opinion, be it how you approach me, be it how you handle me. Like, I don't want to feel like someone has, you ha- you you're, you have an advantage over me, or mm. I don't like the idea of someone having one up over me. So I think I was very, like I can be very on on guard about something that I feel like, I don't know what you're trying to do, but I'm not gonna take it. And I think that was just my approach for like a lot of things. And it's like, if I don't like it, I'm gonna tell you how I feel and you're gonna take it. And um, yeah, so I think it it, it made me, um, I was very reactive to things. Um, I I over um, criticize things, um, um, yeah. I think everything was just very like like danger, danger all the time, mm. um, and I think also it just it makes it very hard. Like I think it it makes it very hard for you to keep people that love you around because mm. they just have to just kind of like make one misstep and I'm ready to like fire them and I'll cuss you out and I'll do this and me I won't block you I'll wait for you to show me if you have more to say and it's like I used to I used to have pri- I used to take pride in like like being able to like argue with someone and the person will have anything else to say um not knowing that actually that's stupid because the person's probably even like said I'm not gonna deal with you and I'm just gonna um so I think yeah but I, I think there's been a lot of um, unlearning as well in terms of just how I view the world, um, I, in how I um, refine what is my, what I deem as my strengths in terms of how I process information, but also understanding that my feelings are feelings and that's just it. My feelings mm-hmm. do not mean reality. My feelings do not make things facts. Mm-hmm. My feelings do not make things real or they do not, it does not conclude that, you know, th- what this person is doing to me is 
means X, Y, Z. Um, so I think for me, it's, it took me a lot of time, a lot of therapy, a lot of like, just my, I think my husband as well, um, he's very much better at this than me. So I think it's it was good not having to be so hard with somebody and someone reassuring you like I'm not against you like relax kind of thing so I think it's helped me to to ask more questions when someone something is coming my way and I don't know how to receive it and 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 try and like kind of separate myself from it separate my feelings from it and I think the more that I've done that over the years it's like I'm seeing stuff and it's like I don't necessarily see the need to react to it, but I think that's where it was more more so of a, of a pride thing that I just, I didn't like the idea of someone making me feel some type of way. Mm. You kind of touched upon it a little bit, Ros, but <clears throat> just for the other ladies, like where did you learn to manage your emotion? Like you said, like, you did, you said therapy. Yeah, um, I think, I think therapy, I think also like, once you hear too many people telling you like, oh, you are a B-I-T-C-H, yeah. you have to then Shite. also, <laughs> you, have to the then, same thing. you have to take on the constructive feedback. I hear that. Um, so I think, I think great friends that can be honest with me and love me through me being just like a, a knobhead <laughs> and um, um, therapy. I think having a great partner, uh, my relationship with God, like mm. most importantly, mm-hmm. I think um, the more I got closer and I was more intimate with my relationship with God, it really helped me to actually, um, uh, I, I think in order to learn how to manage your emotions, it's very important to actually understand the roots of why you are the way that you are. Mm-hmm. And I think that for me, um, my relationship with God helped me to understand how just, even from when I was young, like my parents making me feel like the problematic child and my mm. sister like the goody goody. That just made me, is like, I'm I'm always ready to like fight against mm. anyone trying to make me look like I'm the, I'm the problem. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, uh, then when you grow up with that thinking, then you find yourself in situations, be it relationships or friendships that to some degree affirms those words about you and so for me it was really understanding the root of why I think the way that I think um, or why I thought the way that I thought and trying to retrace my steps and um, just build a new narrative about how I see these things mm-hmm. and I think that's where it stems from there was no sort of like a one way about it but my relationship with God I think was that game changer because I had done like therapy in the past like I'd been in a relationship maybe the guy was good whatever but it just it wasn't in the long term it didn't help it just mm. took something significant to like really shake me up and mm. take me back mm. to that place um but yeah the more I submitted to God um it really helped me and Joyce Meyer as well investing in her material was also a game changer mm. there's a different caveat that I want to kind of I don't know if it's like because I like we have a lot of different listeners in it and they all come from different backgrounds etc and I don't know if we really ever touch on it I don't I, I personally don't remember us talking about it but just like in terms of like your emotions and stuff like that 
I grew up in an area that was chaotic. Like, the first time I saw someone get stabbed, I was probably like eight. Huh? Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's kind of like, by the time I was 11, I already known people that had died, been shot, been stabbed, gone to prison. Great. Yeah, so it's like, and also growing up with a lot of brothers. So where I lived and how we reacted to things, it was kind of like, I remember one, some, one time someone took my bike. Ah, I remember that day. I remember one day someone took my bike and my dad had just bought me and my brothers new bikes and someone took my bike and they rid it. And like, I was like, all right, cool. Like, why are you riding my bike? And I remember I went round to like where the play center is and I went to go and tell my brother and his friends. And I was like, oh, so-and-so took my bike and they rode it. And then they all looked at me like, all right, come, let's go find the person. So I said, okay. <laughs> and I'm just there riding my bike with my brother and about 10 men behind me. And I said, oh no, I've done the wrong thing. I've done the wrong thing. And there was one guy, ah, he found the boy that took my bike and then he, he beat him up. And then he told me, Josephine, slap this boy right here, right now. I'm going to slap you. So I said, um, I don't really think I'm comfortable with doing these kind of things. <laughs> like, like, he's already been beaten. Once we beat him more, he said, slap him or I'm going to slap you. And my brother was there and was like, yeah, I, like, I stand by it. So I had to slap this boy. All right, okay, f- fair enough. But that was how I was taught how to deal with things. Mm. It was like, where I grew up, it's on site. Mm-hmm. Like we don't wait for an explanation. That's why me, I can say I'm zero to 100 real quick. And not so much like the house I grew up in yet, but it was also our areas. Like some of us have come from specific ends where it's like the first reaction is, we're not gonna talk about it. Like, no, this is all long. Like it's fully we're on something or it's nothing. Mm. And it's like, I had to see so many things. I had to see like, lose people to like this boy's passed away or this one's gone to prison all of that stuff to actually realize like yeah this anger thing is really long because it doesn't take you where you need it to go mm. and we see it all the time in the news all the time like these boys and these girls they're out here stabbing people up and down because they generally do not know how to control their emotions because they were taught that the way to deal with certain things is not to talk about it like it's on site and for me, it's like, yeah, it's a lot of self-awareness. It's a lot of, um, like, just looking at your surroundings around you. But also, being in that kind of area, it kind of made me retreat as well. And that's where I think, like, it birthed, like, that introvert side of me. Because I knew if I step out the door and I get a mix-up, I'm going to have to do something and I don't want to do it. So it's kind of made me, like, that self-reflection where it's kind of like, you're looking at your friends all around you. This one's happened. This is happening to that person. That thing's happening to that person. And you have to sometimes like take the onus on yourself. Like you can do therapy. You can have like the feedback from friends. You can have that community. You can have God. You can have all of that stuff. But ultimately you need to take responsibility for what the output of your emotions are. Mm-hmm. And you need to see if they're benefiting you or if they're taking you down the wrong path. And I think we can never take that part out of it, like that self-reflection part where it's like, nah, Joe, <laughs> like you can't be doing this, you know, you can't be being ruffian because it's not going to take you where you need it to go. Mm. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to do that because I know mm. not all of us 
have come from sweet and light place. Some of us, we really were on ends. Mm. <laughs> hey, we've been through it. We tango for deliverance. And no police has come to my door for me, personally. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it's important, like, just that anger piece. It comes from so many different parts, but a lot of it coming from, like, urban areas where we are as well. And a lot of, like, if it's not directly affects us, it might directly affect someone mm-hmm. that's around us. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to kind of just, like, Sometimes, look at your bedroom. No, your bedrooms are here anymore. Why? You want mm. it to be you? It's nice to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice to be ah, nice. It's wow. nice to be yeah, nice. Wow. From what you from that story, from what you've told us about your story, it really is like to re- reflect and be like, this is not working. I need a mm. new approach. Uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Because mm. yeah, um, my um, experience was very different, but I think it's interesting you can have different experiences but still have the same reaction mm. you know it's like mm-hmm. um yeah um i was gonna share wow this this really cold is a real thing you know i'm hearing my voice even more now <laughs> oh it does have well. you been sleeping with the fan no mm. no haven't um I, I was really thinking from bo- both what you said, Rosalind and josephine about the where it starts from where it stems from and um I didn't, I, I don't know if it was therapy. Therapy kind of opened me up to like, there is things that have happened in the past that you need to remember. Like you've blocked out and you need to remember so you can understand how you navigate. Um, but in terms of like that feeling that I mentioned earlier about, you know, just trying to protect myself. I think it's because like the way that I grew up, I grew up with just me and my mom. And um, a lot of that meant that a lot of the time I was just left to my own devices. It wasn't that like, oh, you know, sometimes I'll be at home by myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just don't open the door. Just don't open the door. But it's very much like, you know, your own, your own protection. Like sometimes if my mum was um, like doing nights and stuff like that, she'd always have people like to call me to make sure, you know, I'm okay. But it's very much I'm on my own in that regard. And bless her, like I know she like she had no choice. Mm. Um, so um, and it wasn't every time I was by myself, but I would say majority of the time, like, what could we do? Mm. Anyway, so there's that resilience. So that thing that you hold, like, you know, you're you're doing things, you're operating on your own. Um, and no one had there's no one there. And I'm just for context, I'm an only child as well. So there's no one there. But myself, if I hear a creak, if I hear this, no one's coming. <laughs> no one's coming. No so one I think you hold no one to call. So I think you ho- you kind of build that like, yeah, I'm doing this life. You know, oh your mom is there, but you know, day to day, yeah. Um, and I think even like when as I grew older, my mom like obviously I'm at an older age, and my mom is even interacting with me, and she'll question the things I do, and I'm like. But I've been doing this all the time and you haven't even, you haven't been here and you know I've been doing it I don't want to paint a picture that my mom was never there she really she really yeah. was mm-hmm. but um, as a child you know there's nothing beats having two parents in the household and yeah. no parent having to go to work yep. and leave their child at home no nothing yeah. will beat that and anything if you if you have that element missing there's all it's going to affect in some way and yeah. that's just what it is um, but then when she would try and like even tell me or try and correct me, I'd be like, well, I've been doing this. Mm. Even to my mum, mm. like I'd be confused as to why she's correcting me. Um, and so that is like, that trickles down into to everything and anything because yeah, like I just, that, that moment, those moments by myself, I, I operated as an, as like an adult, like, mm-hmm. you know, um, 
and so yeah so it's it just really making me think like how much that that little that little abyssay was affected mm-hmm. by it and like even by the most minute things like even the way I cook I'd be I cook things by my like, I'll do all this stuff for myself and sometimes like I used to be afraid to cook in front of people because I'd be like oh I'm used to just cooking alone mm-hmm. and so people come around the house and they'll be like oh what are you cooking I'll be like um, I know it's not that great anyway you know <laughs> like I'm like constantly protecting myself even before mm. you say anything um, so you're really making me think about that like yeah mm. like there is a route to it um, but I have to also understand that that's not my reality now mm. so that's not that served me then but mm. it's not going to serve me now what, so what, 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 you know what, what, like what? how can I now based on the environment I'm in which is a positive environment mm-hmm. and have people around me that you know my mum is now present or like she can be around me all the time like you know I can have access to her all the time and she's you know and I have other people like now I have that like how am I using that how am I using people giving me advice am I taking it as a as a criticism or am I taking it as like a people that love me are trying to you know just help me be and better it's hard it's hard to so, make yeah. that switch mm-hmm. because when you're yeah. used to doing things a certain type of way for so long mm-hmm. and then you now have to adapt to like your new surroundings or just someone else coming into your life or other people coming into your life, it's hard because it's like you feel the pressure. Mm-hmm. Like you feel like a pressure that's just come on you from nowhere. And it's like, yeah. it, it almost feels like you have to perform mm. because how I would usually react and how I would usually be is Josephine. But then this new person who I have to also be, it doesn't feel natural to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And like, I would say like for anyone that's even in that space, like it's hard for the person that's actually going through it. But if you are someone that's in a supporting role of someone that is also going through a transition, how important it is to give them that grace, Mm. because it's not easy to change a mindset that you've had for a long period of time. Mm. It's no matter who you are, like even, we're all here because we we are, it's what is it, we say transitional struggles, Sha. We are trying to, (laughs) we're struggling to be a different way from what we originally were. Mm. And those things have been like foundation, like they've been there for years. So to uproot those, it's not something that happens overnight. And you know, supporting role, they have to give you grace, but you also have to give grace to yourself. Because I've been there where I'm trying to change and like, someone is doing bits and I'm thinking, nah, I just want to, hmm. but I'm there and I'm doing, woosa, woosa, and I'm breathing and I'm counting to 10 and I'm thinking, Joe, it doesn't have to end like this. It doesn't have to be this way. But if I select them, it'll be easy. But it's not always about doing what always feels familiar to you because that doesn't, it limits your change. It limits your growth as a person. So I understand it's hard. It's hard when you've been like that for so long especially if it's something that you learned from childhood mm. and it's like innate in you to now be saying ah i have to be uprooting things yeah um yeah it's, it's definitely difficult even with the sorry just to add on to that even with doing even another element is when you're navigating so like i would not have to tell i wouldn't be, I wouldn't feel like I could tell people like I'm staying at home by myself at times or I'm doing this mm-hmm. or that. It's very much like a secret, mm-hmm. like, a lot of secret like things that you, you you build. And so now you have to share certain things. It's mm-hmm. like, you're not used to like family stuff. You just keep so like, this mm-hmm. is family business. And it's just, you know, for me, it's just me and my mom, family business. I don't like, so like even in marriage now, it's like, I'm now a, a, a opening up into a it's a new family and it's like just even understanding that this is now family this is a this is now new family business um and like 
I can share certain things that I didn't think I could because mm. you know just that whole thing like and it could seem like you're you're trying to hide it but it's not it's just you're Adapted. adapting mm. yeah um yeah so interesting I was gonna um pose the same question to you Kenya um how do you feel what has helped in terms of helping you deal with your feelings yeah you said you, you you feel like you're in a season of um, feeling frustrated and that's like something you're struggling mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to deal with and I guess maybe where do you think it's stemming from? Mm-hmm. Um, so I learned how to manage my emotions from when I was really, really little. Um, basically, um, the household that I grew up in, it was very chaotic, toxic. And um, so I'd seen how, you know, if you go from zero to 100, what impact that has on others around you. And from real small, like, yeah, like I'm a single, um, my mum's um, divorced from my dad and like we just saw loads of things going on there. We heard a lot of things. And so from, and my dad had even said little things to us that had like mm, shaken us up. And um, I'd always told myself that I, I'm going to learn how to control my emotions so that, so that I don't end up in such situations. Because um, I'd seen that when you don't control your anger, what impact that has on other people around you. When you don't, when you're feeling, when you're feeling sad, and you say certain things, this is the impact it has on other people. And so from yeah, from even maybe about age eight, I'd always told myself, I'm gonna learn how to manage my emotions because I still want to have a good relationship with people around me. And so I've just learned how to like when I'm feeling sad, I, I've learned coping mechanisms on how to deal with it. Like if I'm feeling sad, okay, I know that I can cry or I can write in a journal or I can listen to music or I can go and cuddle my sister or whatever. So I'd learned like these different things that I could do to help myself, which I still kind of do till today. Um, so yeah, so I feel every kind of emotion, I've just learned that, okay, I'm gonna do this to, to get me through it. Mm. I'm going to pray. I'm just gonna cry in my bed. I'm gonna, I'm gonna scream silently. I don't know if that makes any sense. I don't know if you guys have done that before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're feeling really <laughs> angry. Lot, you're just I like, did that a lot prior to. Yeah, um, I, I learned that in therapy actually. Oh, did you? What is that? Like silently screaming, silent scream. kind of like. How do you silently scream? Why can't you scream? scream? What you like? Uh, <laughs> kind it's, of, it's, or just I, I don't know how to articulate it. The way the way my therapist she kind of phrased it, it was kind of like a. Um, the, there's a balance of like I've had enough but you don't want to it doesn't have to be like a a burst yeah. like it doesn't have to be like chaotic it can be mm-hmm. like so it can be like a pause mm-hmm. no it can be like a <clears throat> which is what I used to do yeah or it can be uh, I'm gonna deal with this later but it's like very finding very um non burstful ways of dealing with you feeling like mm-hmm. I'm losing it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I could scream in my house anyway because my husband we run up the stairs like what's get like do you know what I mean? Sometimes you want to deal with certain situations sort of by yourself, and so I've had mm-hmm. I've and when, like I said I grew up in a house I have siblings and a mom, so I had to think of some of the things that weren't so obvious, some coping mechanisms that aren't so in your face. Like some kids, yeah, they will scream and storm up the stairs. I could never, imagine me storming up the stairs, mom would have licked my ass down the steps again. So I had to, you know, go to the bathroom downstairs and just go, <laughs> until I felt like you know when it's kids all do gone. that thing where they yeah, shake? Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just go into the, ki- into the, bar- the little bathroom downstairs and you just shake and then you come out and you're like, okay, it's gone. Like literally you just, 
you've released it through your the palms of your hands and the soles of your feet like all that energy is just gone um but yeah now I'm, I'm struggling with frustration and i think it's because it's it's because of me i i have certain goals and aspirations and things that i want to accomplish and i feel like i'm stuck and i'm and i'm so i'm i'm the frustration is coming because i'm not understanding why i'm not getting to where i want to get to um and so I'm feeling frustrated and I'm like, this is annoying me now. Like, mm. I, I want these things to happen now because I've been working towards them. They're not happening. I'm getting annoyed and I'm very frustrated. And I don't know how to deal with that. But it's a whole, I need to shift my mindset and understand that, okay, it doesn't have to be now. It's coming, but it doesn't have to be right now. Mm. And I think that's where, um, that's where the frustration is coming because it's like, I need it now, like today. I hear it. Mm. And I feel like I've been waiting for it for a hot minute. Mm. Why am I still waiting? Mm. You know, I, mm. I, <laughs> Do you know, you know what is yeah. You know, it's not cliche to say because this is who we are. Honestly, it's prayer. You know, <laughs> it's 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 I just know. I, it's like it's the easy, it's the simplest thing to do, but it's the most effective. Yeah, yeah. because um, yeah, is to pray about it. Because mm. with my anger, I could see that. Okay, then there's my environment. Mm -hmm. There's also it's in my family line. Like, mm. when I look at my mom and, like, family members, Omo, you see, young guys, see that zero to 100? It's taking us places that it shouldn't have taken us. Mm. So there's certain things that I need to, like, I could be angry in a moment and I genuinely have to pray. Like, mm. and it could be something because basically, cause Lord, don't let me do something that I shouldn't do. Because I remember I used to have dreams when I was younger where I had done something and it got me in trouble. So it was kind of like, nah, this thing is, is, is a prayer thing. We have to start praying against mm. it because as much as like some of these things seem little now, it's like, even like with your, it can delay your destiny. Mm, it can yeah. delay where God needs to take you because you've got certain behaviors that you need to unlearn. Mm. And it's like, there's certain doors that need to be open for you and mm -hmm. they can't be open because you've got this thing and you're mm -hmm. not letting mm -hmm. it go. You're not giving yeah. it to God. Yeah. So even if it is something that's taken a lot of time you need to give it to god because there's certain things that he needs to i don't know like stretch yeah, and just, to prune you yeah for it. he needs to prune you for that season that's coming yeah so it's like we say oh pray 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 but there is like i think it's just targeting your prayers yeah so it's more having mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. more direct prayer points for yeah. specific things like say out loud lord i want to do x y and z yeah. and it's not happening why is this mm -hmm. not happening more so like oh lord i want to be here and i really want this and it's not like you need to really mm -hmm. like hone in on those specific yeah. things say the name say the words say mm -hmm. the places say the people mm -hmm. so that you can start also speaking it over your life mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. giving god the authority to also yeah come inside mm -hmm, of it as well mm -hmm. And, and in the actual moment it's happening as well mm. like the emotion is happening the mm -hmm. frustration yeah um that's another way i mean i love the coping mechanisms mm -hmm. you yeah. have and i'm like even noting like okay i'm gonna do that um but one thing i found especially with the thing that i deal with is like in that moment it's like i'm literally countering how i'm feeling and saying mm -hmm. and praying to god like to help me overcome that and also help me to have more awareness of where it's coming from and mm -hmm. to even more grace for myself like oh i've messed up again i've overreacted in this way mm -hmm. god you know like i'm like in those moments so that i won't hold it so much yeah. and yeah. um yeah so i can just get through it you know another thing i do i think about my kids man mm. i think about my kids and i think about little josephine and what i needed <laughs> and what i should have had mm -hmm. and i just didn't get it and i think if i don't i, I need it to stop with me mm. i don't want my kids to 
feel the frustration that I felt or feel the anger that I felt or hide certain things or do certain things or just feel like they have to just like grow up by themselves Mm -hmm. because there's no one there. So I think about like my lifeline and how yeah, it just it needs to end with me. You have to break that generation. It has yeah. ended. Cycle. Yes, or yeah, but it's like it's generational things that like yeah, you don't yeah, want it to go to. on. Because I know there's um there's actually an account that I watch on TikTok of this woman, and she's got two little boys, like that one is two and one is four, and she had like such a traumatic like childhood. Like she went through so many things where she wasn't heard. She was molested X, Y, and Z, and so she was like, it had to stop with me. Mm-hmm. And if you see these boys, like they're two and four, the way they're able to articulate themselves and say, no, I don't want to do that because it makes me feel. And I like, I feel sad. Like, can I have a hug please, mum? Because <laughs> I've like, I've had a bad day. And the way that he communi- like they communicate with each other, like if his brother pushes him, he'll say, no, like, don't do that because it makes me feel like you don't love me. And it's like, people see it and it's like, <laughs> Rah, that's a bit mad, but it's this is a two and a four year old. Yeah, that can communicate and say yeah. how they felt because the mum said the buck stops with me mm. and my kids won't go through what I went through. So I'm going to change the dynamic. Mm. And I'm just like, every time I watch them and that little boy, ah, he's only two. I think they're called Jonah and Carter or something. Oh. I can't remember, but they're so cute and they just communicate and she has conversations with them and it's just like, ah. And also, you can tell if someone's doing something to your child, they'll be like, "No." Yeah, they'll yeah, speak that's up. Good. No. <laughs> so um, yeah, like, I think cute. about my my future and my kids, and yeah, what I don't want them to go through. Mm. Yeah, because I think some of us as well, isn't it? The way a lot of our parents' trauma has like fallen onto us, yeah. um, without them realizing that mm. um, <laughs> it's just a lot to carry because we carry our own trauma, and then now it's, I'm carrying my mom's trauma from that one incident that she was been she's been chatting about and. Mm. And that emotion is now, she takes it out on us or whatever, or dad takes it out on, on us or whatever. And then we just have to carry that as well. And it's just like, ugh, just yeah, if you want, a lot. If you want different, you definitely have to, sometimes you have to just make the ultimate sacrifice sort of yeah. thing. And some it, it's just, it's not hard, but it's important to commit to it. And I think for me personally, I, I'll say that, sometimes it's okay to feel the way that you feel but mm. i've i've it, how it comes out is what how it comes out and how it then affects me mm. is what i need to control yeah because i think also sometimes i need to feel like ah oh, like why is this making me angry and and it but it's like it, you is more so you lose the power when it becomes like a, because you're angry, you're then bursting out or someone has said something, they probably might not mean in a particular way, but you've taken it, you know? Mm. And and so I think is, um, I think for me, I, I've, I've slowly, this is maybe for the overthinkers, but I think for me, I've slowly, um, I don't know if the word is desensitized myself. I've desensitized myself to, um certain things and it's like if you're if something if something is upsetting me i need to really understand like what is this mm-hmm. before i decide mm-hmm. okay this is i'm we we need to deal with this yeah. so i think for me it's 
is definitely um, the receiving and the dealing is um, it, there's an art to that in a way that it doesn't have to, I don't have to lose, break character mm. um, in order to deal with those emotions. So yeah, I think definitely like even me, I think usually if someone's doing something I don't like, I'll, I'll be doing soliloquies, doing all these things. <laughs> so is that grandma? You don't know soliloquy? <laughs> I do, oh. but it's, it's, it's not soliloquy. Soliloquy. <laughs> but Please, but me, I I'll say soliloquy. I, that's what, I wasn't going to say anything. You, yeah. you people, you have to deal with me or not. No, like, that's what say, I learned. What's the thing where all the women come together and have the... When something's gone wrong, then you'll be doing... Um, oh, Ponderosa. 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 Ah, God. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't, even that, we used to even do that at uni. I remember you telling like, me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's... I've even lost my train of thought. But for me, it's, it's being able to... I've really learned how to communicate certain things. It's like, okay, I'm not sure what you mean. Like, mm. I don't... Oh, like what do you mean by this mm. or um or do you mean this or just questioning it more um to figure out exactly how should i take this mm -hmm. and then whatever way then i decide to take it is then how i handle it mm -hmm. and like yeah, as joe said like sometimes just being around people um being a around people that have given you grace you learn how to deal with that better i think like my husband being god has graced him because it's like he his communicate his communication is so different to mine and i really had to learn how to like uh, be accommodating and be understanding and it's like if i'm doing rah 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 he would just remove himself he would just disappear yeah. and then when i come i calm down that's when he would appear. So it's like, <laughs> that, so it, that has taught me to like, not, not like you want to see the goal of how do I move forward from how I'm feeling as opposed to like, I reacting to what you're getting. And I think that's what the dealing with it, that's what's helped me. It's like, how do I move forward? Are you someone that I want to move forward with? Do I, how do I want to move forward from how I'm feeling now, as opposed to sitting in how I'm feeling? Um, so yeah. Yeah, it's that, it's that, it's that mental pause mm -hmm. that you just, after like the event has taken place, it's that mental pause that you need to take. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, anyway, those of you who have the grace to just be doing and then you can formulate what you need to do. Hey, God has really blessed you. Me, I'm not that way. I need a mental pause. So once the event has taken place, it's that, okay, give me a minute, yeah? <laughs> Let me just process this and how I'm going to deal with it in yeah. a way that's going to be healthy for me. Mm. Because sometimes, like, I get that there's two people involved, but I don't want to have to bend or compromise myself to reach a solution that makes me feel really really uncomfortable yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so i need to think of a way to say or to get to a place where it's like okay this is going to be comfortable for me i hope it's okay for you but i need to i need to get to where i need to get to in order for me to show up as the best person in this relationship that we have yeah, or yeah. whatever's taken place uh so i think that's really important for you yeah. to just take a breather, take a, take, take a step back. And then like sometimes also with when things happen, like it's easy to react, but it's not always about you. Sometimes mm -hmm. people are just dealing with their own things. Mm -hmm. So I try not to look into things as deep yeah, as I yeah. would before. Like, you know what? 
this person has done something to me is this a usual occurrence from them if it's not then it's not some it's not something that's going on with me and god is even giving me that grace to ask that even if someone does something to me i even are you okay mm. like genuinely are you okay because for me this is out of character for you mm. and that's where it's kind of like you can manage your emotions because you're also managing the expectation of the emotions that someone's giving to you as well mm-hmm. and it makes it even better overall because when managing your emotions you need to make sure that yeah you're good but also the other person in this situation is good as well to a point there needs to be that resolution because you don't want to have to keep doing the same thing over and over and over again because you know Mm. you're not really seeing like no one's really dealing with their ish so um yeah Mm. it's a complicated complicated something i think also it's very important um to like your community your friends Mm. um the people that you choose to do life with is very is very important to um, choose the right people. I think mm. the older you get, you get a better idea of like how do these, yeah. do these people look like and who 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 are my my people and who are not. But I think it's so important because it's like I think definitely um like the older I've gotten, like I know that my people are not against me. Mm. So it's like even if you're saying something and i'm not really feeling i'm not i'm not i don't know how to take it i know that your ultimate intention is not is not against me Mm. so i think i always say this to my friends like so i try to give grace to Mm. like let's figure this out as opposed to like i need to um react to this and even like it's like things in um places that you haven't necessarily chosen let's say like even like career and stuff like that that are not necessarily within your control it's like even like at work regardless of whatever the dynamics and certain things are going on like it's the world as it get you yes or no but how you react to it can take you a very long way Mm -hmm. and so i think for me is is that idea of like not er- people are not out to get me unless they make it very overt that <laughs> you're really coming for me yeah. and so i tend to try and give people grace when there are things that i feel like is getting to me and i don't know how to manage it um mm. but yeah i think yeah i think absolutely wanted to no. sorry <laughs> sorry um yeah i had the exact same point as you i was gonna say that um it's quite we kind of need to get to that point that, yeah, but people are not out to get us. But um, leading on from that, the work f- part of it, though, I hear you. I think one thing I'd like to explore is how do you manage that emotion at work? Because you know how you were saying, well, we've all said, take a step back. At work, the type of pressure you might be under, the type of environment, it's not like it's not as simple as or it's easy to be like, you know, your bosses or somebody is coming at you, telling you something or speaking to you in a way and you just mute and say, okay, let's talk about this later. You can't really approach it mm. exactly in that way. Like, what, how have we approached those type of situations? I think it would be good to give like practical examples because you don't know. Yeah, we. I remember somebody telling me once, like, you don't know what people are going through at work. No one's out to get you. But some people are really out to get you. Some people are really out to get yep. you. So um, yeah. I think it would be really good to to talk about like how do you approach if somebody's like constantly, you know, 
belittling you or um constantly constantly talking about you in a certain way or trying to get you into trouble or like not giving you the information you need and you're just like you're like in those scenarios like how do you um actually approach them how have you approached them for me it's i I don't have all the answers for this i'm not gonna lie because i just say this one thing and then i'm out um (laughs) for me i think when i go into a workplace i do try to let everybody know how i how i work so i'm someone that can be you know i'm quite like quick with things i'm like i can give you what you need but also in order for me to do that the work environment that i need i'm not someone that is like you can't just be on my head top and i've had to articulate that in a way like so everyone around me knows like joe's gonna get it done but if I need like a minute, I'll say, Do you know what? That's a great idea. Give me a m- moment to think about it and then I'll come back to you. And I think it's always like you need to be transparent in the workplace about how you function and how your learning styles and your work styles are so that it allows you to be the best version of you. Because there are times where I've just taken on everything and I've burnt out and I'm mm. no use to anyone. Mm. So for me, I've taken ownership of my work style and making sure that my team around me knows that, that I can get the job done. I'm most definitely going to get the job done. But that is how I work. Um, I think that's one. And also, listen, <laughs> there's certain there's certain emotions I don't even need to give to you because I see you at work and that's how I view you. I view you as a work colleague. When it comes to my emotions and how much I give out, I'm someone that I can only, I can give it to you if I know you and I love you. Mm. If I don't know you like that, there's a limit to how much you can even tap into me. Mm. Like you can't like, you can't phase me like that because I just see you as a work person. So it's like I go in with like a different mindset Mm -hmm. when I go into work because these are not people that I love and care about like Mm. that. Mm. So yeah, there's certain things that they just can't pull out of me. So when they are trying to apply pressure and things like that, I'm just like, you give me a moment, I'll come back to you. I don't care what they're reacting. That's another thing. I might not always care about your reaction like i just need to get the job done whichever way i need to get the job done is how i'm going to get the job done but i can't be sitting around doing ponderosas with you because of how i make you feel because at the end of the day we have targets that we need to meet and there's deadlines that we need to meet so unfortunately for you in this environment for me josephine i'm screaming your feelings i'm so sorry first of all me my work my work my my work colleagues are also my friends um yeah i think i i feel like we spend majority obviously covid and that has changed but we spend a large majority of our time at work so i need to like the people i work with and for me that's like a conscious decision i've made like i need to like you and i need to feel like outside of this place we can hang out if i can't we i I don't need to be in this place but the to answer your question i'll say there like different factors maybe that comes to mind i wouldn't say that um whether it works or not but i think definitely when you're going like the the culture of the firm is very important Mm. some firms is very much like a you know if when you're going through pressure if when you're pressured you can rely on your team um you can tell so you can ask someone for help um there's some firms they don't have that culture where it's like if you're under pressure or whatever um or if someone's being like um someone's bullying you someone's coming for you someone's being quite malicious towards you it it, unfortunately there are no like 
there are no clear ways to kind of go about with that. Mm. Um, I what I think what's worked for me in the past is like it's very important to um, have a gauge, like gauge how the 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 culture is and how the firm operates, and try and see where you sit in between that in a comfortable space. So like I've worked in firms where my boss was hell that woman was hell she was rude and i felt like there were so many people that were coming for me um at that place as well because it was just a lot of things were not being done correctly i think that when it comes to stuff like that and someone's coming for you for you it's not an emotional thing that you deal with is um you have to be very strategic in how you deal with it because at the end of the day at work regardless how you feel there are also targets there are also like there are certain things that can speak for you as opposed to like your feelings i don't know if i'm making sense mm-hmm. but it's like um it's so certain things like when you're doing work ccing people in that same as when joe said so ccing the right people if there's always someone that's trying to steal your work someone that's trying to kind of like dim your light ccing someone that's mm-hmm. an advocate for you within the business or like just looping someone you know that is for you in the business or if someone is trying to like like be talk s about you within the firm um just being able to be visible in the right way so showing more light on your work so that whatever they're going they're trying to do is not like your work will always speak for itself so it's yeah. being able to kind of shine light on that but i also think like um I'm not saying anyone should do this, but I think it's very important to like, when you also go into certain environments, knowing all the witches and the the wizards in the firm, and you really need to fight them in prayer. Because like, there are some people like, cause I personally, I don't think that your workplace is a place where it's like, is conducive enough for you to manage your emotions in a, like in the healthiest way mm. is it it's a matter like something you have to remove emotions out of it like someone might say something rude to you someone might be quite egotistical and say something to you you have to um and you can you know be able to you can voice out that you don't like that or oh okay cool i'm gonna go do the work or whatever but i think it's very important that whatever you do do physically it's very important to fire people behind the scenes because when I say fire is in like you have to pray, go on your knees and pray. Mm-hmm. Because Any enemy that is trying, yeah, I, I've prayed that and it has worked. Yeah. It has worked. All the en- all the enemies that I've had in sin in my career, God has fired fired them somehow. <laughs> and so I think it's very important. Like you really back yourself up in prayer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it, it with work is really a, like is really based on the nature like of how your firm operates like at my firm no one can talk to anybody like that because that's just not okay you know if someone's feeling under pressure if someone's doing this we have certain things like mm. hr and it's not the hr that is a tick box like some firms will say hr will deal with this and then you mm. go and talk to them and hr will actually not do something but things are escalated and dealt with not everywhere is like that you know so it's very important to to gauge how the firm operates and understand if it actually supports you if it doesn't focus on your work do stellar work because when your work is banging no one can take that from you and get like advocates like sponsors people that can speak about how good you are outside of um rooms that you're not in because when you have someone that are actually rooting for you in a firm especially someone that is senior sorry no um 
um, enemy of a colleague can come and ruin that for you either. And know what emotions that you actually struggle with. I think that helps you when you're going to work to know where your weaknesses are mm. and what people can actually draw out from you. Yeah. Um, I think that's important so that when you're going into the workplace, you know that, okay, I've got to check that out the door. Like, I've just got to leave you out the door. Um, yeah. yeah. Work is tricky. I've it's dealt tri- with some Oh, but one thing I did forget to say is like, uh, I don't know if it's lip service or not, but since, especially like since George Floyd, since like we're in an era, mental health is so important to mm-hmm. everyone. A lot more firms are investing into that. So mm-hmm. I think that also like say if you're struggling with something i i I don't i don't know to what how effective they are but i feel like more firms are trying to do something about it so yeah it's important but like with what joe said something that came to mind is like if you feel like you're also struggling with things like saying things like confidence and whatever just get involved in something that will build your confidence in that or like getting a mentor or I don't know joining like a group in your firm or networking your firm or outside but there are certain things you can do that will help you build that community of people that will also mm. kind of mm. to be big you up just before you two move on and also just as a caveat because I know not everyone is working in a corporate environment mm. some people are just working to make ends meet mm-hmm. or people mm-hmm. are just in jobs that they don't, may not necessarily want to be in or they may not see a long-term future in and this is something that they struggle with as well mm. also for you it's like do what works best for you mm-hmm. so some like Rod said she, she needs to be in an environment where you know she's friends with everyone me personally no, I didn't say everyone I no, said no, no, I no, need no, to I, like I heard what you said yes, but yeah. please <laughs> I'm not friends with everyone on my phone but well, I have I a good you. number of friends there <laughs> okay it's well yes. wonderful <laughs> but it, it's it, not it's oh, some, can I land please sorry sorry <laughs> I will come I will come and add my footnotes um, yeah for some like they may not operate like that just because of past yeah. experiences or that's just like they see work as work and they like to keep the two very separate me personally mm-hmm. just w- do what works best for you like mm-hmm. do what works best for your personality and how you are and how you function and how you can be the best version of yourself mm-hmm. so if that means that you're going in day dot laying the, down the foundations this is my working styles a b s c this is how it works <laughs> then do that if it's something that you need to go in there kind of see what everyone's about kind of suss everybody out and then start doing that then do that but also like for me it's just put your mental health first that's all like when it comes to your emotions put your mental health health first because you see work yeah i've been in it work cannot come and kill me it cannot kill me (laughs) oh more i've been there on the brink of death because of a job it cannot kill me so when it comes to me now ah I have to put myself first. I gotta put me first, Lucius. <laughs> <laughs> gotta put me first. Oh, no salary can kill me, Sha. Yeah, um, so yeah, it's uh, it's work is definitely a techie one with dealing with your emotions, yes, but yes. especially as like if you're black as well, like because yeah. let's talk about it. If I say something, it may be taken a different way. Um, one last thing, yeah. I also think it's important to remember who you are. Like ugh, a lot of us, like we're educated, we're elite, we've got a certain standard that we uphold and there's no one in that workplace that's ever going to shake me up to that would then cause my character to shift slightly because mm-hmm. mm. i had an incident at work and i just thought i could have addressed it but i kept my crown on my head i walked around smiling saw the person in the face i was like oh yeah. <laughs> like smile keep it stepping like you 
you cannot trick me you, you, ca- you cannot, cannot trick, trick me. me like you cannot <laughs> trick me you can have zero you have you're just any yeah yeah girl to me so wow, you have zero power it. over me so you can go and do this you can go and say that you can go and do the but my character that i have brought to this to this environment everybody knows it mm. and you will not be the one that tarnishes it i will yeah, uphold that yeah. character so no matter what it is you you might say i said this thing that's calm you may have heard it. if no one else has heard it that's on you that's you're the only one who's heard it or whatever that's fine and people might be like oh that doesn't sound like kenya I love that's my favourite one. Oh, that doesn't, that doesn't sound, sound like Joe. Well, that doesn't sound so like Joe Sweet. Right. It sounds like something it's she would do. do. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. I scratch you in the corner. Who <laughs> says me? But yeah, I think it's definitely like that's one thing that I always remember. Like I remember who I am, and I'm like, mm. Mm, I look at the person like, okay, who who is this person that I'm beefing or that's trying to chat chat a bit mad? Mm, I'm here, you're here, so. With no match, no, not offend. I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm not trying to downplay no, what people do and stuff. True. But actually, my roles that I have in this in this place mm. yeah. are, are levels above your own. So therefore, I cannot come to your level mm-hmm. in regard to this situation. Because well, because when, because when, place, you're not levels. when yeah. no legit because we are not. We we are we may be age mates, but we are not. We are not age mates in regards to our roles and responsibilities Damn in this man. environment. Nope. So I will not meet you where you are. I'ma just do what I need to do, and I remember who I am, and I have a character that I have to stand by, and I have to, um, st- uh, yeah, stand by and show. Come so, McKeant, <laughs> I would have, but uh, it's, it's a waste of time it anyway. It's not worth it. Do you know it's what I mean? Just a hater. So you can sit on your little hating chair. Hey, this one, we're going somewhere with Kenya. Uh, yeah. I've really been there. I've really been there. Trust me, I have. I have been there. This person. They they really thought that they would come to do some madness and I just thank God again for my colleagues. Again, they know who I am and you know yeah. the importance of having a team that yeah. understands who you are yeah. and know you and stuff like that, who are there to listen to you and so on. They when, you know, certain things happen, they're like, oh, it's just a waste of time, just don't even bother. Yeah. Mm. They literally said that to me. They're like, yeah. It just sounds like jealousy. I said, Oh, yeah. that's interesting. So that person will always, always. open their nyash at some point ah. and then they will be out. Oh, that, the, the, those kind of people yeah. are always mocked. Huh. Oh, yeah. It's just a matter of time. It's, just, it's all a matter of time. Ah, yeah, does it? Of time. Yeah. I removed one person from my web. Yeah. Just like a couple of weeks ago, I said, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like you tried me. My yeah. yeah. My God. Yeah. My God. Yeah, my honestly. Yeah. I think that's, and yeah, come back to the point about praying, isn't it? Like mm. Praying for the witches and wizards just to not have any control over you. No, and for your no. light to, and really for your light to shine bright mm. when they're around. Like, no, I'm God. When when 100%. they're in that vicinity with me, may my light shine so bright mm. it, it blinds them. Well, <laughs> so they know not. To, I'm it. not the one. This is not the mm. star to pick on. This is it. Because yeah, there, there's a I'm whole saying, heap of haters. Work is very techy. It is. They really test your gangster. All manner of things. Yeah. Just to see how far they can push you. Yeah. And then when they do, it's what is they say? You throw rocks and hide your hands. Like they'll they just be poking, 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 and then when you react, they'll say, "See, yeah, yeah. exactly, nah, not, not me." Nah, I've been for nineteen years. I, I thank God that I'm not going through that again. Yeah. <laughs> ah, they ca- no, they cannot trick me. They it's very trick true. That trick is true. Oh yeah. gosh, don't let yeah. them trick you at mm. all. But yeah, I think are. sometimes as well, like. Um, me, I always like this. It's part of your journey. Yes. Yeah, like you go. Mm, mm, mm. The place I was at, war well, it was serious character building. I've never worked anywhere <laughs> at a firm that the fir- the the CEO has told me this is my business. I can do whatever you want. You are nobody to tell me what to do. I said, "Cool, blimey, smelly, bloody hell, 
it was a lot when i when i when i i i think for evidence purposes again that's what i said me sometimes i just i will corporate up on them i will build up my case because if anything goes wrong i said oh yeah this woman you put me in this position she put me in a position that she thought i'm not gonna put my um so just for background purposes like uh, in my previous role um the firm that i was at they will put they it's kind of like they promoted me but it was for it was more so for admin purposes because they were just Aww. doing wrong things and it was like i'm actually liable for these things from a, a regulatory and a legal point of view and it's like i will say oh i don't we can't do this based on like uk like uk requirements and it'll just be like you can't tell you can't do anything you can't do that and it was so many things that went wrong and this woman like literally anything that can break you about your character she was barely paying me like um reminding me constantly um that she hide me she can find me whenever she wants it was i've never i felt like even in god even in ghana i don't think i'll ever experience this but that's the the verse that says that what they the enemy tried to use god will use it um what they try to use to harm you god used Mm -hmm. it for his glory Mm -hmm. because it's being able to be on paper for those things but because i was so scared of things going wrong i worked so hard to substantiate Mm -hmm. that that responsibility that i literally got a role that they will pay me for that role that i was clearly not qualified for but because i had done so much work Mm. um i i can actually hold that position and it was like it was a lot of character building because it's like now like at work nothing can faze me and Mm. i'm in a place where when someone's doing something that's inappropriate i can easily escalate it and we will shut that down Mm -hmm. and so sometimes you just have to put in that I was so that you will, you will get your glory for real because yeah. I'm all for real for real yeah the witches are plenty they are they are well that was a nice topic yours yes I like hopefully you guys have taken away key key points about how we have all learned how to manage our emotions or our journeys of how we've or how we are learning to manage our emotions and it's you know this is only part of the journey anyway we're not at the end because we've still got we still got many years to go and there'll be new experiences in life and new struggles and blah 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 and happy moments and new emotions that we might experience um so don't forget to follow us on instagram as well as twitter preach it sis pod um please send us an email if you have a story that you'd like to share about your journey or if there are any questions that you might want to ask us or is there a dilemma you can email us. Our email address is preachersispod at gmail.com. And as always, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and rate our episodes on Spotify, SoundCloud, and wherever else, Apple Podcasts. God bless you. God bless you all. <laughs> Remember, you're, you're a star. You are. Shine you're bright. You're a star. <laughs>